Hey Jeepers, on this week's Jeep Talk Show, we hear about the fastest Jeep in the world and a little about the famous old Jeep. And later in the show, I recap the progress on my own Jeep build. We have a very unique voicemail from the one and only Denver D1. We've got more in our virtual Jeep build, and you don't want to miss our cool Jeep item of the week. We'll be talking about Tammy's lift woes, Tony's talking water wings, I'll be talking more about steering upgrades, and we'll all be talking Jeep stuff all through episode 225 of the Jeep Talk Show. LT Wright Knives are handcrafted in Ohio with the finest locally sourced materials. They build everything from everyday carry to bushcraft and even overland specific. Everything that LTWK builds comes with a lifetime guarantee. It's designed from the ground up to be a solid working knife. Find out more online at ltwrightknives.com. That's L-T-W-R-I-G-H-T knives.com. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the G-Talk Show. With Tammy on Wrangler. Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back. Strap in. And brace First week in G. Well, the old Gipper, yep, Ronnie, was a wheeler after all. A 1962 Willys Jeep CJ6, once owned by President Reagan, is on display on the, at the National Mall in Washington, D.C. as part of the Cars at the Capitol event organized by the Historic Vehicle Association. The used 4x4 was a Christmas gift from his wife Nancy in 1963 and was famously driven by him around their Ranchero de Cilio in California's Santa Ynez Mountains well into his presidency. The red CJ6 was originally painted green and features a side-facing uh, rear bench seats, 134 cubic inch flathead four-cylinder engine, Dana axles, a Spicer transfer case, and an 8,000-pound winch. It's been preserved in an unrestored condition. Reagan's longtime friend and attorney general, Edwin Meese, says that the president always loved taking it out for a spin when he vacationed at the ranch, which was the only time he was allowed to drive while in office. It's currently owned by the Young America's Foundation, which also owns the ranch. The Jeep will be displayed in a glass enclosure on the National Mall through April 26th and becomes the 10th car entered into the National into the Association's National Historic Vehicle Register, which began in 2014. After that, it's back to the ranch, where it lives alongside Reagan's 1983 CJ8 Scrambler and 1978 Subaru Brat. Eh, the guy had taste. Well, the perfect rig for when you need to make a quick trip to the grocery store... Well, let's just hear about this vehicle. For years now, a new breed of vehicle has been putting on shows at the drag strips. Forced induction SUVs spouting massive blowers, superchargers, and even turbos. The Grand Cherokee SRT8 seemed to be one of the more popular choices, too. And who could blame them? Style, power, and, oh yeah, that coveted all-wheel drive. The specific Jeep I'm talking about, though, has managed to claim the all-motor SRT Jeep World Record. So don't expect this all-wheel drive grocery getter to be anything less than a beast, okay? To be more precise, this Jeep can pull 10.5 quarter second, uh, 10.5 second quarter miles at over 125 miles per hour. All right, so what makes this thing uh, the track Jeep of all Jeeps? Well, for starters, it has a 6.1 liter Hemi that has received a 426 stroker kit. The now 7 liter V8 also had its compression ratio increased while receiving a ton of supporting mods like well, 65-pound injectors, ported heads, aftermarket cam and pistons, some 1,000-horsepower-rated uh, axles, a custom hot rod tranny, and 
high torque transfer case, just to name a few. To keep the power going to where it's supposed to, some drag radials are on it, and oddly enough, it still runs the stock 373 gears and front rear limited slip differentials. Using race gas, the SRT8 delivers 600 horsepower and 560 foot-pounds of get-up-and-go at the wheels. If we were to talk about crank horsepower, well, the value offered by car makers in this case, the SRT8 probably delivers north of 700 ponies. That's supercar power right there, folks. You know, the kind of power you'd expect from a Lamborghini or Bugatti. Well, neither of those can make a trip to Costco and back before you can say naturally aspirated. Oh, and in case you were wondering, yes, it will pull the front tires off the ground and still get those tomatoes home in time for dinner. Big thanks to all of you guys out there who continue to help us out each and every week by submitting stories for This Week in Jeep. You guys have a story you think we should be reporting on, or if you have a response to any one of our stories, by all means, drop us a line. Send us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com. Wow, 700 horsepower. You know, it's just... Could you uh, imagine? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I wonder what it's going to be in 20 years. You know, like, well, at least it's not a unibody. <laughs> six, yeah, 600, uh, 600 miles to the gallon and 1,400 horsepower. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a YouTube video. Uh, there's actually several of this thing doing some pulls at uh, some different drag strips. And good God, does it sound nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horsepower, you got to love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess if you're a Prius owner, you don't have to love it. But, uh, you know, d- deep down inside, you have to uh, just have to, you know, like well, it. I'm giving them the level. benefit of the doubt, Tony. I don't know. The Prius drivers around here, oh, not a whole <laughs> lot of hope left for them. What's up, guys? I'm Kobe. And I'm Jason. From Morgan Trail Off Road. You're listening to Jeep Talk Show. You're listening to Jeep Talk Show, the number one Jeep podcast. At my mom's house. Jeep is off road. Jeep is about the journey. Jeep has a great story. A story that I want to tell. I'm a voiceover talent, and I'm going off-road with a grassroots marketing campaign to voice for Jeep. Want to join me on the ride? I could sure use the company. Please tag Jeep. Post a link to kb4jeep.com. Add a message and use the hashtag MyJeepStory. Thanks, Jeep Talk Show and your listeners for your support along this crazy journey. See you on the social media trail. Hi, my name is Tammy, and I'm an addict. My Jeep Wrangler build coming up on Wrangler Talk. <laughs> oh, what a great segue that will be. <laughs> oh, we're supposed to say hi, Tammy. Hi, hi Tammy. Tammy. <laughs> well, the first step to overcoming a problem is admitting that you have one. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know if you want to overcrum, overcome overcrum, uh, this problem. Uh, so anyway, let me tell you about the uh, the Jeep Talk Show. Uh, the Jeep Jeep Talk Show is primarily an audio sp- uh, only podcast. We're not trying to be some YouTube sensation that I know you kids are loving these days. JTS is great for listening while driving uh, at work at on the uh, at gym or even while doing that pesky yard work. Just watch the fingers and toes, people. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, or directly from the Jeep Talk Show website. New episodes of the Jeep Talk Show are available for download each Monday at midnight Central Time or listen directly from our smartphone-enabled website. Oh, gotta give some (laughs) YouTube love, folks. And you guys can do that to us, well, for us at least, by subscribing to our YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed, well, just go ahead and push pause right now. Head over to YouTube and uh, make sure you take care of that right now. YouTube.com slash Jeep Talk Show. Guys, we are posting all sorts of stuff all the time. And of course, 
We are broadcasting the show live every Thursday, 10 p.m. Central on YouTube. And of course, over at JeepTalkShow.com, where it is simulcasted. Ooh, I love that word. So guys, make sure you guys are telling your friends and uh, getting in those subscriptions early. Let's get those numbers posted up. YouTube.com slash JeepTalkShow. See you there. Josh, you got something coming up, don't you? Uh, a nice little interview that you did recently? Yeah, I did. I meant to tease this our last episode, but uh, with everything that was going on, uh, I kind of skipped out on it. So I got to get this in now, guys, because in a couple few weeks, we're going to go ahead and release this interview to you. And it is a good one. Now, we have, uh, well, I've sat down with uh, Phil from Max Built uh, Off Road, guys, Off Road uh, Fab Shop. This is Wisconsin's premier off road fab shop. And Phil is the founder of the Epic Willie's Adventure. And uh, he has got one heck of a story to tell. There's actually three stories in this one interview that really are monumental. And uh, I'm going to end up having to break this up, guys, because this interview was only supposed to be about 15 or 20 minutes, and we went over an hour. I'll just give Holy you guys cow. an idea of uh, <laughs> some of the stuff we ended up talking about, the Epic Willie's Adventure, of course, the, uh, the Soldier Jeep Giveback, and what is Max Built and what do they do and all that stuff. So we're going to get into all of that. That interview will be released here in the next couple of few weeks. Going to tease that a little bit. And, uh, and I've got a lot of editing to do on that still. So uh, look forward to that, guys. In the meantime, Max Built is all over the web. I thought we had more links than they do, but I don't know about that. These guys are on Facebook. They're on the Twitter. They're on YouTube. Man, these guys are all over the place. Look for Max Built. And uh, by all means, make sure you friend them on Facebook and look for an interview coming up on the Jeep Talk Show here in the next few weeks. Excellent. That's great. Uh, great work. Looking forward to hearing that, Josh. So uh, let's see. Um, <clears throat> we uh, Last week we talked about uh, getting your, uh, your winch on, uh, specifically to your Jeep Cherokee for our uh, Jeep Cherokee from stock to wheeler segment. And, uh, well, I just wanted to start with this. Uh, maybe you heard this in school. Hi, boys and girls. Let's talk about personal protection. <laughs> no. It's not that health class that you were so uh, nervous in, especially sitting next to Sally and learning about the birds and bees. This is about protecting your Jeep and indirectly, I suppose, protecting you. So armor for your uh, Jeep Cherokee is, is what you might expect. Pieces of metal usually that go between your Jeep's critical parts and things that will damage it. Many times you'll hear armor referred to uh, as the word skid or skids. I think that's what happens when you run over something the first time. Uh, you uh, create some skids uh, that you have to take out in the uh, washing machine. So uh, you may have been lucky enough to have factory skids from your Jeep Cherokee. Uh, from uh, I'm sorry, on your Jeep uh, Cherokee, uh, the '98 uh, could come with front skids, transfer case skid, and a fuel cell skid, also known as a gas tank. I would say uh, all three of these skids are important, but I'd say the most important is the transfer case skid. If you crack open that transfer case on a rock, for example, you're done. There's no driving home and likely no simple repair. You could argue the same about the oil pan or the fuel cell, uh, I believe, but due to the position of the transfer case as, uh, and as low as it sits, the transfer case is most likely to be damaged off-road. Personally, I don't care for the factory transfer case skid, but it's better than nothing. Currently, there is an 84 to 01 Jeep Cherokee OEM transfer case skid on eBay for $59. You can also see a super sexy JCR off-road skid. I'd call the thing a belly pan because it goes from one side to the other where this uh, factory transfer uh, skid only kind of goes about halfway, just enough to cover the transfer uh, case, the bottom of the transfer case actually. But before you buy anything, make sure which transfer case you have, MP231 or MP242. 
the MP242 hangs down a little lower, and that means you're going to need more clearance on that uh, transfer case skid. Before, before you invest too much in an aftermarket skid, you might want to think ahead of what else you're planning uh, for your Cherokee because that $250 skid uh, may have to be discarded or modified. For example, I can't use the JCR off-road transfer case skid. Uh, like I said, really, it's a belly pan because I have frame stiffeners. Well, uh, we'll, we'll cover the frame stiffeners another time, but uh, yeah, I did check with the JCR folks, uh, uh, off-road folks, and uh, for a slightly modified belly pan, and they politely declined. <laughs> so uh, I'm not going to have my super sexy belly pan unless I build my own. Josh, uh, out of these three skids, uh, nose, transfer case, or fuel cell, which one do you think is the most important? Probably the fuel cell, uh, although I, I have put mine through the paces, but I have also cracked open my transfer case. Yeah, I've been on the rocks and busted my T-case wide open, so it's a hard choice, man. Uh, I, transfer case is probably going to give you the best bang for the buck, but man, I cannot imagine wheeling, especially a Cherokee with a plastic tank without a fuel tank skid. I was thinking that it may be uh, the, the fuel cell might be easier to repair off-road than a, a broken transfer case. Hmm. Even if you were leaking fuel, as long as it wasn't leaking on the exhaust side. Hey, who's got some bubble gum? <laughs> well, it's the infamous JB Weld. Yeah. So, Tammy, your Rubicon came with some factory skids, I think. Uh, what skids do you have and what have you added? Well, the factory skids are the transfer case, the EVAP skid, and the gas tank, which, by the way, mine has a bunch of dents in it. Um, and <laughs> I <off>. just recently <laughs> added um, an oil pan and transmission skid plate. I like the idea of the oil pan. I need to investigate an oil pan yeah. for mine. Uh, but I think the first thing I'm going to try to do is, uh, is get a better transfer case skid. Now, I'll mention to you guys, uh, I really, really like that JCR off-road uh, belly pan skid. But several members on XGTalk.com have warned me that it's a great place to um, <laughs> gather mud <laughs> and debris. Uh, as you're going over things, it's going to capture up in there. And I told them, I don't mind. I'll, I'll hit it with a hose. I, I can uh, knock that stuff out of there. But I do suppose you could get several pounds of uh, mud and, and crap uh, held in there by that belly pan. All right. Well, we're looking forward to telling you guys more about uh, your Jeep Cherokee from stock to wheeler in upcoming episodes. And we're definitely going to be looking forward to your guys' reviews. And you know, you know we're all over the web. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, I, just all over the place, guys. Any place that you can find the Jeep Talk Show, we need a review from you guys. Five-star reviews are great on those, uh, on those MP3 download sites like the iTunes or, or the Stitcher or the, uh, the TuneIn.com, stuff like that. Uh, but, of course, uh, we also accept gracious reviews on youtube and other platforms as well guys if you've got something to say about the jeep talk show including constructive criticism we're always welcoming that by all means please send us a review and leave a comment where you can and we'll be sure to say it on the air you know you were saying the instagram and the twitter and all the rest of that stuff i was listening to leo laporte the other day i think on this week in tech or uh maybe it was the security now episode uh episodes that they do and he was saying the in front of stuff and I thought to myself, you know, Leo's been doing this for a long time. I can't believe that hack bastard stole my, my V Twitter and the <laughs> shame on him. <laughs> Obviously, I probably picked it up from listening to his show. And that's uh, the joke. Might, might, might be that way. I'm, I'm not sure. I think the jury's still out, though. <laughs> uh, Leo, we love you. So, uh, well, you're okay sometimes. 
Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's get on over to our next fun bit. I think this is uh, Tammy's uh, favorite part. Yeah, something everybody looks forward to each and every week, and that's hearing from the mind of Nikki G. I wonder what he's going to say today. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, do you remember the ketchup commercial where the little kid's waiting for ketchup to come out of the bottle and the song Anticipation is playing in the background? I can't get that image out of my mind with Tammy waiting for a Jeep lift. <laughs> no waiting sucks. It's like every day I'm waiting at the mailbox for my s- subscription of uh, backyard chicken quarterly to come in. <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's just hard. In case you're wondering, it took five takes for me to say this right. Yes. I was stuttering today for some reason. Me no speak good. All right. Guys and girls, I'll chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. Somebody snuck up behind Nikki G on the tarmac, and he works at an airport on the part of the ground crew. Somebody, one of the pilots, came up behind him in a seven forty seven and honked the horn. This scared the oh, crap gee. out of him, and he's been. <laughs> but he stuttering. hasn't had hiccups ever since. So. <laughs> no, no hiccups. <laughs> this, but this, <laughs> and you guys know it's a joke because no seven forty seven or any airplane is going to have a horn. Come on. Anyway. Shut up and listen. Shut up. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut up. Man, shut up, Shane. Hey, shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler talk. It's time for G-Mama. So, folks, on the eve of my call to the the shop that ordered my parts and is going to do my lift, I thought I would do a recap on day one of my Jeep till up till now. So back on Memorial Day 2013, on kind of a whim, I bought my first Jeep Wrangler. It was a brand new Sahara. I bought it for the topless factor. I even asked the sales guy, what is this Rubicon thing? When he said off-roading package, I just laughed and said, oh, I would never do that. (laughs) Well, never say never. As I became engulfed into the Jeep community, I became an addict. I started with simple things like grab handles and zipper pulls to storage consoles. I just kept wanting to buy more. Then I discovered the world of off-roading through YouTube videos. That's when the addiction really kicked in. I took my first off-road driving class at Roush Creek. It was like a snowball rolling down a snow-filled mountain. My Jeep build has not been on a whim. I have carefully thought out and planned what I would do to my Jeep. I've talked to fellow Jeepers on the trails, and I hit the interwebs, like Josh likes to say. Recovery points was my first point of attack. Everyone I spoke with says this is probably the most important thing when off-roading. So I got the Barricade Trailforce HD bumper with two high point D-ring mounts and a built-in winch cover plate. I still haven't gotten my winch yet. It's on my never-ending Jeep wish list. Next, it was off with those plastic side rails. They're not a good thing to have when you're off-roading. You hit the rock and they instantly break, smash, push up into your your frame. So looking back, that probably would have been my first modification is just to take those off. I think that's a good thing when you're um, planning on going off-roading. If you have those plastic side rails, just take them off. You don't need them. Um, so anyway, 
off with the plastic and I installed the barricade rock sliders. Now I have grown to love the sound of those rock sliders scraping along the rocks on the trail. As I became more and more addicted to the trails, I wanted more and more capability for my Jeep. The thought of upgrading my Sahara with some of the same off-roading capabilities that that Rubicon I should have bought, such as the sway bar disconnect, lockers, the 4-to-1 rock track part-time four-wheel drive system. This is 4-to-1 low gear ratio, which allows the vehicle to crawl at a slower, a lower speed for greater control and a great low-end torque available at the wheels. Then you have the 410 front and rear axle axle ratios and the Dana 44 front and rear. All of this was just too overwhelming and I wanted it all. So on another whim, kind of, (laughs) I traded my year and a half old Sahara on Halloween of 2014 for a brand new 2015 Rubicon with only 19 miles on it. So after taking my front bumper and sliders from the Sahara and installing them on the Rubicon, next were some off-road lights. I had the Raxium 3-inch square lights. Now, this really wasn't something necessary for me, but I thought they looked really cool, and they weren't that much money. But honestly, looking back now, if you do a lot of driving at night, I suggest replacing the stock headlights and get some LED headlights. That's another thing on my Jeep wish list, by the way. So in preparation for my new tire and lift, I thought I'd better get the rear bumper that could support these bigger tires and heavier tires. So I went with the matching barricade rear bumper with a swinging tire carrier. Now, all of these items I put on my Jeep were super easy to install, even for someone like me who really only used a hammer to pound a nail and to hang a picture and the screwdriver to remove a light plate cover. Now I know how to use a ratchet and all those other kind of tools that I don't know their names of, but I just know how to use them. (laughs) Anyway, you can see all these items and installs on my blog at www.jeepmama.com. So after I put the rear bumper on, I had to add a third tail light mount, which again, that was super easy. Then it came time to fortify my undercage, undercarriage. So I added the oil pan and transmission skid plate. And earlier you heard me mention the stock skid plates that are already on the Rubicon. So I just wasn't sure how much longer it would take me to save up for my lift and tires. That's why I added the skid plate and I got all my money saved. And now it was time to put all that research that I did and all those questions I asked to good use. So hopefully tomorrow when I make my phone call, I'll find out if all these parts I was finally able to buy are in. And for those of you who may be listening later in the week to this um, episode 226, I might be driving around in my lifted Jeep while you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. I decided to go with a 3.5 metal cloak lift, which will allow me to upgrade later on if I feel I need to. I picked the 35-inch Goodyear Duratrax as they are going to be good for the winters for me here in Maryland with the snow and ice. And then I picked the steel 17-inch Black Rock Wheels. I'm very excited to get all this installed in my Jeep. Now, I will say I decided against doing my own install of this, and I know that disappoints some of you, but I felt like that was the best option for my situation. I know there's a lot of you out there that could probably do all that yourself. Anyway, I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with driving on the trails, driving to the grocery store, and my new lifted Jeep. I'll bet. Tony, Josh... 
Well, oh. I know what it's like uh, waiting. When I first got this XJ, uh, the lift kit I bought for it, I think I, I bought in February, and it sat in my living room until May. My so, oh, my yeah. goodness. I, I know all too well about, uh, you know, having it, but not having it, kind of seeing it, but not being able to do anything with it, you know? At least I kind of had it in the living room. I could touch it. I could feel it. I could play right. with it. You know, all that sort of stuff. But I'm uh, to bed. I'm <laughs> touching that. <laughs> there might have been a couple nights of that but uh, uh, no I, I Tammy I feel your pain uh, trust me the gratification will come it will be awesome and then it will be gone and you're going to be bit oh, by that bug and I don't it'll be think, on to the next thing. I don't think so to- that the, the high pardon the pun that you get from the lift and all the rest of that stuff lasts for quite a while and especially when you're going to work Tammy because you, you get kind of excited about well I get to go drive the jeep to work today Right, right. I mean, I know it's that way when it's new and, you know, the thing, but whenever you modify it like that, especially when it's visibly changed and looks different to the civilians that don't under, don't quite understand what the lift and everything civilians. else is, <laughs> <laughs> they, they see it and they go, it, it looks like a Jeep, but I don't know. It looks better than the Jeeps that I'd normally see. So right, you right. get a lot of those head turning moments and it's always fun to be noticed. So, um, so, uh, you know, you mentioned the third brake light thing. Have you given? Uh, I don't know if this one that you that you got was adjustable. Or is it going to fit with the uh, the new larger tires? Yeah, it's adjustable. And you know that you mentioned that I'm. I think I have it at the lowest setting right now because I have it just above the um, the tire right now, mm-hmm. and I, I'm pretty sure I can. It yes, it can go higher. You know, but the- you know it's. It doesn't. It it'll be good for the visibility for the people outside the jeep. But that tire is going to just cover up my whole back window. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to see anything. You don't care about going backwards, Tammy. You're going forwards. Yeah. You don't need to no. see what's behind you, right? Right. Unless you're backing just, it up and you don't want to squish a three year old neighbor right. child. <laughs> oh God! Knock on wood. Yeah. Well, you just uh, <sighs> you just back into the garage. Um, and I know that's another fear. Do you know if it's going to fit in the garage yet? Um. Well. Uh, Funny, we um, our garage door opener just like went kaput. So we called the garage door guy, and he replaced the garage door opener, which now it lifts the garage door up just a little bit more, like maybe two inches. It was oh, hanging excellent. down about four inches. But if we I were can, to have it go up the all the way, we'd now. have to buy a whole new garage door. So it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Well, you can always just, air down. I can just see the conversation now. Tammy's got the garage tech, the the overhead door guy out there, and she's like, "Well, you see, I'm getting a lift on my Jeep. Can you yeah. put a lift on that garage door too?" Yeah, let's exactly. Li- I need a four, three and a half inch lift on the house. So um, the interesting thing is, my husband just got new tires for his um, Avalanche. They're sitting in the garage right now, um, and we think his truck's going to be too big now. To in the garage so full-size trucks are hard to <laughs> fit don't in, in uh in garages for even for the last 30 years yeah. they, they make those garages so i don't really know small. what we're going to do with our garage yeah well uh I, I, i'd say it's about a nice place to put a lift and a place to work on the jeep or, or dig yeah. a pit so you can get it in the pit and work underneath it so tammy i i saw a post recently about uh your uh 50 before 50 list and how you're abandoning it uh, is there anything I, I, th- I think you did a post about this on your uh, uh, Jeep Mama yeah, site on the blog a- yeah it was Tuesday um, I don't know somebody said something about life is too short to do things that don't make you happy you should just do things that make you happy and and 
you know, some of the things on my list, I'm like, oh, God, I got to finish reading that novel. Oh. That was on my list. Um, I, in high school, I never finished any of those books in English class. Well, there, never. Was a, there was a reason for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was and, boring. You know, I started reading one. Um, some friends got me The Grapes of Wrath, and I started reading it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is excruciating. And, you know, like (laughs) the thought of going to eat sushi, just like, oh, I dread that. I mean, I'm I'm still going to do some of the stuff, but it should be more about the journey and not the destination. And the journey of reading The Grapes of Wrath just does not excite me. So I've abandoned some of those things and I'm just going to go. Pick up where you Pardon? left off, Tammy. If you if you if you left off uh, with the grapes of wrath, right at the last page, I'd say just pick up right at the last page. Read those last couple paragraphs. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah, and then uh, tear. No, that, I'm only on chapter two. And then tear that oh. last page out. <laughs> didn't they, didn't they I mean, they, there was a whole it? chapter on a turtle crossing the road. That's the, the chapter. That's the deal, Tammy. That's exactly what you need to do: is go rent the movie. Yeah. Then, no one then notes. Cross it off the list. No one was getting blown up. There wasn't any, you know, secret mystery spy stuff. So. Oh, gee. Anyway, well, clearly I mean, that's there's a still a lot of stuff I'm going to do, but some of them I'm just, I can't. So you guys can uh, read all about uh, her reasoning behind uh, not finishing her 50 before 50 list uh, over at uh, jeepmama.com. Alrighty. Uh, so, uh, oh, voicemails. We got quite a few tonight. Yep. We love hearing from all of you, so be sure and call our voicemail at 530-675-4102, or you can jump over to our website, jeeptalkshow.com, and leave us a message. Just click the send questions comment button. Now, I've been accused of changing people's audio and doing various things, and sometimes it's true, (laughs) but it's not tonight. It's not true tonight for Nate's uh, call. I think maybe Nate did this on purpose. uh, you'll, You'll hear what I'm saying here in just a second. Hey, this is Tony. And I'm Tammy. And this is Josh. And you've reached our 24-7 voicemail line. You guys know what to do, so at the beep, leave your message. Hi, Deep Talk Show. It's Nate again. Uh, I wanted to call back is because of last week's uh, voicemail that seems to have gotten cut off. Um, I'm not sure what happened there. I'm uh, pretty sure that my phone worked the entire time that I was recording that. Um, well, I've worked in IT for a while, and uh, I'd, I'd like to blame it on the thing that I usually blame, technical difficulties that I can't explain on, and that's uh, solar flares. I'm pretty sure solar flare activity is somehow interrupted by voicemail. Uh, so I just wanted to let you guys know that no Jeeps fell on me. I'm uh, perfectly fine. Um, Glad you're concerned. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to uh, to finish what I was trying to say, and that is that I actually have a hydraulic lift, not a winch, a lift in my garage, which lifts my Jeep up into the living room, which is right above my garage. And then I just drive the Jeep out the front door. I mean, uh, I'm not sure what <laughs> Nikki G was thinking. Uh, obviously, this is the proper solution. What else would you do? Um, so, uh, so, yeah, there you go. Um, I'm trying SpeakPipe this time, so this is interesting. Uh, I didn't think it was going to work on an Android device, but it does. So any listeners out there that are wondering how to record a nice, high-quality voicemail, uh, and you're on your phone, and it's an Android device, go ahead and use uh, SpeakPipe right on uh, on GeekTalkShow.com. This, uh, this is working pretty nicely. All right. Uh, that is presuming you get this whole voicemail. Uh, thanks, and uh, talk to you guys later. Yeah, it's only 90 seconds, though. Remember that, guys, whenever you're leaving a message there on SpeakPipe. Uh, we have done a few changes to the website. Uh, you will now see the, the, ver- the vertical button there that says, leave a voicemail. So it's a lot simpler. <laughs> Instead of the questions and comments thing, it just says, leave a voicemail. Now you can click on that and uh, follow the instructions, and you should be able to leave a voicemail. 
But uh, great information there, Nate. I still think you're pulling our leg about a few things there that you were saying, but okay. Now, uh, I believe this is a new caller, and uh, Josh, he had some information on uh, the uh, the Durango uh, steering box that you were oh, talking about. Oh, yeah, we about. had that in uh, a Tech Talk last week. Yep. Hello, this is Sean from Texas. I just finished listening to your latest episode of Jeep Talk, and I noticed you were talking about the Durango gearbox. I know this might go without being said, but you might want to mention that you need a gearbox from a four-wheel drive Durango, as the two-wheel drive have recommended steering. Thank you, and keep up the good work. Obviously, he was uh, calling from a asteroid, uh, passing through the <laughs> asteroid belt <laughs> in our solar system. Uh, but uh, I don't know if everybody caught that. He was basically saying that you need to use a Durango gearbox from a four-wheel drive because the one in a two-wheel drive is a rack and pinion steering. Yeah, that is correct. Uh, kind of one of those things, I guess, uh, part of me just thought it kind of went without saying. I think mm-hmm. he of said those same words. So Yeah, of course. I mean, it makes sense. You're, you're dealing with a four-wheel drive, and you have four-wheel drive on your mind. It's uh, You just don't think of all the, the oh, other considerations. All the time, too. No. <laughs> yes. But, uh, Sean, thanks for uh, thanks for the tip. Thanks for keeping me on my toes. Appreciate it, man. Call love, love the caller interaction, and, and we absolutely love uh, you correcting us on air, no matter <laughs> what I may have said before. <laughs> <laughs> he was just adding to, not correcting. All right. Well, I, and technically, he wasn't correcting me, so we're we, good. We got we got one more voicemail from him still, so uh, I don't know. He still has a chance to be banned, so we'll see. <laughs> Hello, this is Sean from Texas again. I just wanted to pass on another tidbit of information on the Durango gearbox swap. As I found on my pre-97XJ, while replacing it, even though I used the C-Rock brace i still had to space out the gearbox another quarter of an inch or less to clear the unibody from the new gearbox so well, i guess goes to show your mileage may vary i did use the c-rock uh, steering brace i uh, had a st- durango steering box well i do have it and uh, i did not have any clearance issues so um but yeah, it could be just a yours is a ninety nine. He he was on a pre ninety seven. Oh, that may yeah, maybe that's okay. it. That could be the difference. Don't have a lot of uh, don't have a lot of experience with the, the pre ninety sevens. Uh, Tammy, I don't think you do either, do you? No, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> I don't. I don't know if the C Rock spacer is different for the late model. To oh yeah, the, for the uh, for the old model or not? Um, but essentially, you know, it's the same. As far as I know, it's the same spacer. Uh, yeah. so, you know, it's, it's a flat plate, you know, triangular shape. It's got three points on it, three bosses that kind of stick out and space the box away from the, from the unibody. Uh, unless they're different from old to late model, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, that might've might been uh, just a fabrication error. Maybe it was, uh, maybe the, the unibody was tweaked in a prior accident that none of it, mm-hmm. that none of us are aware of, but well, Josh, here's one for you, uh, from a lady in Clearwater, Florida. All right. Yeah. This message is for Josh. I just wanted to call and let you know that it's um, probably a good idea to get on Facebook because guys at your age that aren't on Facebook are total creepers. And uh, yeah, so probably time to get on. <laughs> well, I, I, you have I, an announcement, right, don't who, you, Josh? Who put her up to that? Who put her <laughs> up to that? That's all I want to know. <laughs> but you have an announcement of sorts, don't you, Josh? 
Uh, of sorts, I guess. Yeah, uh, there there is a profile that uh, that has been set up on my behalf that uh, is up there and being monitored and uh, somewhat active by myself. So <laughs> that is uh, the most we'll... non-committal. Yay! Uh-huh. I'm on Facebook. I have ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm here to please. This not. isn't a girl that you spent a one night stand with, and you're trying to explain why you didn't call Florida, her back. As far as she's concerned, <laughs> <laughs> Josh is on Facebook now. And he has joined the Jeep Everything uh, closed uh, Jeep Cherokee, or not Jeep Cherokee, but Jeep site. So you VIP, can, baby. You can go over there and find uh, both uh, uh, Tammy, I, and now Josh on uh, that, uh, that wonderful little uh, page that uh, Frank has set up over there for us. Not just for us, but for all of us. <laughs> I know I'd like to think I'm more special, you know, that it, it was just set up just for <laughs> Just us. for you, yeah. It was. What's up, f***ers? I know that oh, guy. Favorite hate- I'm sorry. Wait a minute. That was... <laughs> wait, I, I know that, that was, voice, though. Yeah, that was something I wasn't going to play. That was, uh, that was something else. that uh, It was a voicemail we got in. I went in and edited it and well, had it up there. Why, why not? I, we've gotten stuff from him in the past. It's been pretty good. Well, the guys were talking on xjtalk.com in the chat window, and uh, uh, John, pre 1982, and XJ Jake, they're both hams, and they were talking about Morse code, you know, the dee-dee-dee-dee-dee stuff, and uh, they at one point even got to typing to each other in dots and dashes in chat. Dear Lord. (laughs) Denver D1 (laughs) was there going, what the hell? Yeah. So I bet. No, I well, bet he had know, a, uh, something I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, Can we well, play it? yeah, you know, he's pretty funny. So, uh, sure. I mean, uh, why not? Let's let's listen to it. I just wanted to warn you guys, though, if we're going to play it, it's got some the boring ham stuff in it, though. What's up, f***ers? <laughs> Starts out good. It's your favorite hater up in Tyler. That's right. Denver D1 coming at you live and direct. So I know that you guys are all into this ham radio business, and now you're in a Morse code, and it's just getting ridiculous. So <laughs> just to communicate with y'all, I put something together. Um, so you're not going to be able to drop this into a translator, boy. It's actually going to have to dash did it out. <laughs> Curious what y'all come back with. So here it is. The Jeep Talk Show fellas later. There's an E in there. Uh, oh, that's worse than a tin can and a string. So anyway, holler back. What does it mean? Bye. Now, the, the Morse code what? that was being sent there was about 27 minutes long. So obviously, I oh cut it down. God. Oh, <laughs> are you serious? No, I'm exaggerating. It, it was a good oh. a good minute and a half, though. So I, I have cut that down. But, well, I, I had to actually pay attention and listen to it. It's been a long time since I did any Morse code. But... Uh, I just want to let everybody know if you are interested in listening to the entire Morse code and decoding the message, I will put the, uh, the full voicemail at the end of the show that you can listen to and listen to it several times and then, uh, call in, uh, our five, three O's, uh, uh, I'm brain farting six, seven, five, four, one, zero two, and let us know what the message is. Or you can tell us on Twitter at Jeep talk show. Uh, or uh, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Jeep Talk Show. Tell us what uh, Denver D1's special message is, and I, I predict I'll have to bleep or blank some of the things out. <laughs> All right, junior Jeep detectives, get yes. your super secret decoder rings out. and <laughs> Exactly. 
All right. Well, that's our voicemails this week. Very, very uh, uh, enjoyable voicemails. Thank you, everyone, for uh, for calling in. Well, something else that's enjoyable is having something in your hand that's going to last a lifetime. And everything that LTWK builds comes with a lifetime guarantee. That's right. And is designed from the ground up to be a solid working knife. LT Wright knives are handcrafted in Ohio with the finest locally sourced materials. They build everything from everyday carry to bushcraft and even overland specific. Each piece is constructed with survival in mind, guys. Knives with a proven international pedigree. They've been there and back. Bushcraft, hunting, camping, overland, and everyday carry models are all available. Their new Bushcraft HC, for example, is an excellent one for an everyman knife. It's able to do anything from get the campfire started to skin in some game. Being made from 3.3 seconds, 1075 steel with a convex edge, it will resharpen easily in the field. These heirloom quality pieces will outlast your adventure, so plan well, drive safely, and carry an LTWK. Find out more online at ltwrightknives.com. That's L-T-W-R-I-G-H-T knives.com. Have you been over there to the site and looked at some of these knives? My yeah, uh, there's, God, there's a couple there. Knives. There's a couple there that I really like. They're, they have like a necklace version one that's yeah. like super low-key Perfect for camping and hiking, stuff like that. Right Doesn't there where you need take it. Up. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, they got some cool stuff, guys. Go check out the website. If nothing else, some great window shopping. It is fun to window shop. You got tech questions? Ah, oh, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. because I, I It's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Yahoo! Now, we're going to call this one uh, kind of the part two to last week's. If you guys saw uh, episode 224 or listened to episode 224, you know, we started talking about upgrading the steering on your XJ, MJ, or TJ. So, okay, Jeepers, last week I gave you guys a rundown of the what's, the hows, and the whys of upgrading your steering box on your XJ, MJ, or TJ with a Durango box. But wait, aren't you missing the YJ in that lineup? Nope, actually, and what about the JK? Nope, not that either. JK, we'll get to that another time. And as for the YJs, well, you guys actually have a leg up on the rest of us, as the YJ has a four-hole mounting box over the stock three of the OEM boxes for all the other platforms, and even the beefy Durango box only has three holes. The Durango box will, will still work for the YJs, but the mounting isn't quite as strong. Simple trade-off, I guess, for a more secure mount. Now, that being said, there is a couple of easy ways to make the most out of your new or remanufactured steering box. One of those ways is a pulley swap. Swapping the pulley on the power steering pump for one of a smaller diameter will speed up the pump and provide more juice to the box. Mmm, juice boxes. Who doesn't like those? Mm. With a smaller diameter pulley, the internals will be spinning faster. Think of a large gear driving a smaller gear. Smaller gear, smaller gear will be spinning faster than the larger one. The underdrive pulleys can be sourced uh, for just about any motor from a company who specializes in power steering upgrades like PSC and retail for about 40 to 50 bucks. If that alone isn't enough for you, then we can step into the world of the WJ pump. The second-generation Grand Cherokee V8 motors have a pump that, that mates directly to the stock XJ, TJ, or MJ power steering fluid reservoir. The stock WJ pump is much more powerful and can provide enough pressure for even a hydraulic assist if the system is plumbed right. Now, there has been reports of people hearing whining after the installation, but in most cases, this was from poor working conditions, improper bleeding procedures, or debris getting into the lines. In any case, if you guys are at the point where some more oomph in your steering is needed, consider an underdrive pulley for your existing pump or upgrade it with something from the junkyard. Guys, I hope this has sparked some motivation for your own build. And hey, Jeepers, if you have a tech question you would like answered here on the Jeep Talk Show, just shoot me an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com with the subject line Tech Talk. I'll be sure to answer it in future episodes. 
Hey, do you have to be careful with what size uh, pulley you put on there? You don't want to run it too fast, do you? Well, yeah, obviously, uh, they will recommend and point you in the right direction. Good. I wouldn't just go willy-nilly and start slapping uh, small uh, diameter pulleys on there. There is some science behind this, guys. And, of course, uh, with the serpentine belts on the later motors, you want to make sure that you have the right number of grooves in that pulley as well. Uh, this isn't something you can just pull off of another vehicle and make work. I'm sure there is a list Aww. of those things out there. But uh, this is going to be specific to the, the pump shaft diameter. And, of course, um, how many RPMs the pump is going to be able to handle over the length of, uh, of, of its life. Because, you know, somebody's going to look at it and go, well, if I just put this thing on the shaft and there's not a pulley on it, it's really going to spin fast. It's going to vaporize that fluid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you guys haven't been keeping up with, uh, you know, you have to have a, a program to keep up with the players. So uh, basically what we're doing here is we have uh, three parts. Uh, we, we change each week. We do a cool Jeep item of the week. Uh, Tammy does a product review, and then we have uh, Amazon You Bought What? Well, we did Amazon You Bought What last week, so it's cool Jeep Jeep item of the week. Cool Jeep stuff. And uh, Tammy's got our first cool Jeep item. Well, this one is called iPerfect Dash GPS Multi-Mount for the iPhone 5S, 6, the iPhone 6 Plus, the Samsung Galaxy S5, the yeah, S6, maybe. the Note 3, 4, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Anyway, it's for it's for Sell the it. Jeep, right? I know. Well, how many? You know, it's for lots of phones. Belt it it's out. for the Sell Jeep it. Wrangler, and it's 2011 to 2015 Jeep Wrangler, and it's twenty seven dollars and eighty eight cents. Basically, it fits into the dash, um, the little insert into the dash. Okay. Um, it's adjustable and it's made of high quality ABS material. It fits up to a 3.6 inch wide phone universally. Basically, it's a dash mount for your phone. You just clip it there um, and you can also use it to mount your car DVR. Um, I was thinking of finding one like this that I could use for my camera. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I think this would be good for those folks who use their phone for their GPS. And you can still put stuff um, you know, your coins or pens or whatever in there. So it's a little tray thing. I, I've seen some of those it, things that actually clip into like the air vents. This isn't the, right. that. It, it's that little tray that's on the top of the dash. Because yes. yeah. we are, you know, the Jeep Wrangler already have that little tray up there, but this is another tray that fits in that tray you guys that get also all the has cool the mount. Stuff. It is I pretty mean, cool. This is really is cool because I've been looking for a decent mount for my cell phone in the Jeep for the longest time. And all I can find is the you know, the, the window sticky suction cup right. with the arm and stuff. And it just, it, they don't stay, especially on the trails. And, and right. yeah, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to screw something to the dash. So this is really cool. I got to find a way to, to, to modify this to make it work for the XJ. All right. Well, uh, let's see what we have here. We have a uh, Aux Mart low windshield mounting brackets for Aux lighting, $27.99. You can get this at Amazon just by, uh, and don't forget to go to Jeep Talk Show dot com slash amazon before making any of these purchases because that'll give us a few cents uh, off of each purchase and it won't be any money out of your pocket it comes out of amazon's pocket so you're kind of sticking it to the amazon you know cut down some trees while you're at it so uh, this is an aftermarket windshield ma uh, mounting bracket uh, solid steel construction one piece fully molded uh, firmly holds aux lights in place you know, you mentioned the off-road stuff, Josh. I can't help but think this would be just make it fun if you're off-road with this thing stuck <laughs> stuck to something. Oh God, what is that light? Oh, it's that one. 
So it comes with a rubber gasket to avoid uh, car paint damage uh, when mounting. Adds a, an aggressive off-road look uh, as if you needed any help. Uh, it's for the 84 to 01 XJ and MJ only. Yeah, those things are really cool. Uh, definitely works for LED or uh, regular auxiliary lighting as well. And uh, I'm actually think seriously considering uh, getting a, a set of these because I have some pod lights that I don't know what to do with yet. Well, I've got this here. This is the Mountain Off-Road Engineering or more steering box brace. Uh, this one also is for a Cherokee. Uh, this one is one of the most commonly overlooked areas on the Jeep vehicle, and that is the steering box mount. The stock method of mounting is not up to the task of make, mount, clamping the box to the frame with larger tires, locking differentials, and, and tough trails are all mixed together. Reinforce the steering box on your Jeep with a super strong, easy-to-install steering box brace. If you guys have installed larger tires or anything larger than stock for that matter, this is a must-have item. The best insurance you can have installing your uh, steering box from being torn off the frame. And it, trust me, guys, it can happen. Uh, this is made from one inch outside diameter by 120 wall steel tubing, powder-coated gray. The clamp itself is zinc-plated gold, and all the hardware is included. You can get this thing for just under $67.00 and includes free shipping from Amazon.com. And trust me, guys, this really is the best price. The only better price that I found for this thing was $0.10 cents cheaper and available through Walmart of all places. Yeah, oh, but it was, uh, it was through a third party, there. actually, uh, just uh, through their um, We Want to Be Like Amazon.com website. <laughs> and uh, and it was, uh, you still wanted to nail you with $13 with uh, shipping. Gee, so, guys, yes. really, Amazon's the best place to go. JeepTalkShow.com slash Amazon. That's for any Jeep? This one specifically that I have the link for in the show notes is for the XJ. Uh, but, but you can get uh, Mountain for... Off-Road Engineering does make steering braces for every Jeep. Huh. Yeah, I, I want to get a steering brace for mine. Uh, but uh, I do want to go off-road someday. And uh, I'll be ready. Damn it. I'll be ready. I've got, I've got one on mine. <laughs> it's not the Mountain Off-Road Engineering. It is Homebrew. That's right. It's a custom fabricated uh, steering box brace. Uh, there was a little bit of a conglomeration between myself and a couple other friends and we uh, built that together. He actually uh, made several of them end up uh, getting some money back for all of his troubles by selling a few on Craigslist. Oh, very nice. Now I need to find out where the steering box is on my uh, Jeep. Uh, on the TJ, they're very easy to find. You can see them. Uh, they stick out of the front of the Jeep. I don't know yeah. what, if they did that on the Wrangler or not. Uh, but anyway, let's get over to uh, our uh, uh, campfire side chat and talk more. Hold on, before you get out of that Jeep, put your waders on. <laughs> yeah. Tony, man, I've been seeing some stuff in the news that's had me worried, brother. What's going on in your neck of the woods with the weather? Uh, not much. It's, it was uh, sunny today, and we had some some showers. Uh, you know, I'm surprised you asked. <laughs> you know, I'm um, at my new job. Josh, Josh is thinking, I'm going to segue this son of a bitch right into this, right, this story. I mean, seriously. <laughs> No, guys, uh, while I was talking about our YouTube channel earlier, uh, Tony's actually posted up a few videos uh, for, from some dash cam and some cell phone footage uh, from some morning commutes that he's had recently, and you've had some very interesting drives lately. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, uh, I do have some video, and you know, this is just the way Murphy's Law works. Uh, my dash cam is not working because the internal battery has gone bad. So apparently it will not run off of a, just a, a plain 12-volt source. It, it charges. 
So I've been waiting for the replacement batteries. Now this is a, a solder in uh, battery. Oh wow! So I had to take it apart, see what was in there, find a battery that was about the same size. It's a lithium ion. Find ones about the same size. Order it from China, and I'm still waiting on it. it should be in this week. So I have no dash cam uh, footage of this uh, my uh, my Monday trek. Monday was the the big day where we got 16 inches of rain in Houston over a large area, mostly in West Houston. And uh, I, I always say that the <laughs> the media is full of crap because they uh, they just overemphasize everything. Well, uh, since I didn't have my dash cam, I had to use my uh, cell phone and hold it in front of me with one hand while steering with the other. And uh, our, uh, our people watching the video and watching the live video can see some of this uh, footage that I shot uh, with my, uh, my camera uh, while driving down uh, the road. Now, this is Beltway 8 that you're looking at. And this is my drive home uh, because I got uh, about 15 miles into my 22-mile trip to work. And uh, I hit a, what looked to be a five-mile stretch of uh, a foot to two feet of water. And, and I said, and sideways rain, and uh, I don't even yeah, know well, how fast that wind is blowing. But dude, that looks like some really nasty weather. I was only really concerned about how deep the uh, the water was, and uh, there was uh, there was numerous wrecks, as you can well imagine, because you have those oh, yeah. individuals that go, "What the hell's wrong with you people? Get out of the way!" And I drove about 50, 55 miles an hour uh, because you never know where you're going to see a huge area of water. And uh, you won't see when you hit it. It, it. You won't see anything but white in front of you because of your headlights in the on, on the water. So uh, here's a street that I turned down because I knew the bridge uh, had water over it, which it doesn't normally get water over. There's a, a Mustang on the median, the grassy median that I'm passing. Uh, I would estimate that the, the water is probably a foot, maybe a foot and a half deep here on this road. Uh, and it is probably within uh, a half mile or closer of that uh, same um, uh, waterway that was uh, full of, uh, that had overflowed its banks. So uh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna play this whole thing, but I'll, I'll show a little bit more of it. Uh, what was funny is uh, you're, you're seeing, if you see these cars coming towards me on the other lane, all they're seeing is a vehicle driving down the road in the water. They have no idea how high my, my Jeep is. Oh, yeah. So I, I oh. thought about it afterwards. Oh, I can do that too. I thought about it afterwards that I might actually give these poor bastards a sense of security. Uh-huh. <laughs> if, if he can make it, I can. I mean, I've got two feet of clearance between the bottom of my Jeep and the ground. So... <laughs> I think you're exaggerating. No, I, seriously. It's, it's 24 way. inches to the bottom no of my way. Jeep. Yeah. Not not from the bottom of the axle, Tammy. Just oh. from the bottom. Oh like, no, the bottom no, no. Of the, door. the bottom of the jeep. Oh, okay. So you know the where where my feet go, that metal where my feet right. go, and the seats right. are bolted to. Uh, I, I say that far because that's if I'm if I if I go through two feet of water, I don't have to worry about the water coming into the jeep because there's another uh-huh. few inches before it gets to the door jam. You know where the seal is. Right. So uh, I can go through two feet of water and feel pretty confident about it. So anyway, let me, uh, let me ask you a very quick question here sure. in regards to this. Um, a lot of like pseudo deep water crossings. Do you have outer axle seals by chance? Uh, I have those. Um, oh, I'm brain farting. What do you call those ones that you uh, um, USA alloy? I think. Makes oh yeah, them. yeah. They they press into the end of the axle tubes and yep. they have a little grease zerk on the end. Yep. The only thing uh, I didn't get on that was 
Uh, Amazon didn't have them in red. I had to get the black ones. So, <gasps> I thought you were yeah. going to say you got purple ones. Uh, there's, they they did a, a test survey of that, and nobody wanted them. So, <laughs> Actually, uh, purple and blue and stuff are, are very popular in the racing community. So uh, anodized, uh, uh those, uh, I'm brain farting on the connectors. What are those connectors they use on the braided hoses, Josh? Oh, uh, the, the AT, no, not ATE. Um, it's the airline fitting. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're right. There, There is a name or a, 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 the acronym for him. Jeez, I'm brain farting now. What did you put in the water? Uh, well, there's probably you know everything I, in the water. Um, at my job, I deal with a lot of people all over the country ordering stuff for the elevators, and one of them is Sunbelt um, Welding there in Texas. And the guy said, that there's some dams around there that could possibly like break and flood the whole city. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, they actually uh, released uh, quite a bit of water and uh, from one of the dams today and uh, um, because it, you know it's building up as the as it rains even if it stops raining the water is still moving down towards the gulf. I was uh, reminding my wife of this the other day cuz uh, she was saying what's what's all with all the what the flooding uh, warnings and stuff I said well it's a lot of water and it's all moving towards the gulf and it's going to pass through someplace so yeah. uh, it, it will uh, the, it will raise the the levels of the rivers and bios and streams and stuff around here so anyway, that went a little longer than what I anticipated, but uh, it was uh, that was a lot of fun getting out in the Jeep. Most of the time my wife won't let me go and I said I honey I got to go to work. So I got to go play in the uh, in the water. <laughs> Now, look, were you able to make it to and from work just fine? or No, I got uh, 15 miles into the trip, and uh, I actually uh, pulled up alongside. Uh, it was so funny. There was uh, like an F-350, a couple of big trucks, uh, F-350s, yeah. uh, and some cars uh, parked up on the, uh, the high side of the water. And uh, they were just sitting there with their lights on, running, the engine running, and I passed them in the water, you know. And then I saw a constable sitting up on the median, so I pulled up alongside the the constable, rolled my window down, and asked him if uh, another, if uh, I could see this street was flooded. Is the street over? Uh, it's actually Richmond. Uh, I asked him how Richmond was. He goes, "No, it's 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 worse than this." And he says, "We're doing a high water rescue uh, a little bit oh, wow. further down on West Park." So I uh, <laughs> there was no cars out there. Nobody was driving through the water. I I just turned into the intersection. It it went down to you know maybe a foot and a half deep, and uh, backed up and turned and. Went down the other, went back the way I came through the water. Nobody on the road. It was the best day in the world to drive. There was nobody yeah, to contend with. <laughs> and I was going slow too. And I, uh, this is an important point, guys. Um, if you're going to be driving, you, you have a, a a vehicle that is able to to go through the water and it it doesn't miss. It's not. It doesn't. It's high. It's not going to flood your vehicle. Be mindful of the cars and the other vehicles, the other people that are uh, not in uh, modified vehicles. Uh, go slow so that you don't swamp them. Um, I mean, <laughs> there's, there is a part of me that says, you know, balls to the walls because it's not going to mess my Jeep up. And you could just <laughs> drench or you could just uh, you could hydrolock a vehicle by pushing a wave uh, into yeah. their car. Uh, so just just take it slow and don't be one of those guys. Oh, that's one of those four-wheelers. It's one of those Jeepers. You know, don't be one of those guys. Be friendly. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got some uh, interesting stuff going on in the garage right now. Uh, I've pulled this out from its current position to give you guys a little bit of a show and tell. This is my 140 amp uh, battery isolator that's going to be going into the Jeep. Uh, And uh, this little device right here is what's going to keep the whole charging system working the way that it should and keep the batteries doing what they're supposed to do. 
I didn't want to screw this nice, beautiful, heat-sinky, solid-state controller device thingamajigger just straight uh -huh. to the, you know, the the, the wheel well. I, I wanted to create a, a decent mount for it uh, because, one, I, I want it to last a long time, uh, and two, I don't necessarily want screws sticking through my, uh, my, my wheel well. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to build a bracket, and so that's what I'm in the midst of doing right now is uh, it's going to be kind of putting this where... Uh, kind of where the, the backside of the factory air box would be, about where the tube comes out from the box that houses the filter in your stock uh, uh, Cherokee uh, is about where this is going to sit. And um, I've got to make some brackets for it and get that mounted, and then that can be permanently installed. And the last thing that I'm doing right now is I'm trying to source out some sheet metal, because I'm out, uh, to finish off sheet my... sheet metal at our shop. Yeah, uh, is to... Uh, I got to transfer this. I'm doing doing some CAD or what uh, I like to call CAD or cardboard aided design. <laughs> so like, and oh. um, this is uh, what I'm making. I'm holding up for our live audience right now is uh, basically the cardboard version of what I'm going to be making out of sheet metal. And this is going to uh, essentially make up the difference between the open area of where um, the uh, the cowl or where the intake system is now going into the cowl um, and uh, and the open part of the uh, engine compartment and. Uh, it's uh, you know angled and it's cut out for the whole and everything. It's it's all gonna work out really quite nice. I got a couple mounting tabs on there, the whole nine yards, uh, and this is version 2.0. The first version I made was a little bit too tall, and uh, and it would it had I done a, a complete transfer into sheet metal and installed it, then it would have hit the uh, hit the hood when I closed it. So unacceptable. Cut it. Cut uh, out the hood. Version 2.0 now uh, <laughs> in the works, and uh, this is going to be the template that's going to be transferred to sheet metal, and will be the final version uh, here shortly. Excellent. Well, we we'll look forward to hearing more about that. Tammy, what you got? Just still waiting. I'll call him tomorrow, <laughs> and I'll let you guys know. Join my blog, my social media. We'll find out so, um, next week. So I think next week, if you come onto the show and you still don't have your stuff, you should give out the name and number of the place to call so oh. that everybody can call them and ask, is Tammy's parts in yet? Yes, we want to know. Yeah, I'm sure they're in. It's been. I'm sure they would love that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, yeah, I'm, I'm Clyde from the Jeep Talk you, Show. I haven't called them once. <laughs> They asked me to wait to call tomorrow. I'm, so. t I'm telling you, tracking uh, number. I would have got a tracking number, and then you know where it is. Right. Yeah, but it could have been coming in multiple deliveries. And don't chances care. are it the is. wheels and tires are coming from a different place than where don't the lift care. gets coming from. And eh. I can handle more than one tracking number. It's fine. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I've waited this long. What's another, you know, three weeks? Oh, I don't like that. That sounds mature. All right. Well, let's wrap this puppy up and uh, get over to Wheeling Wear. Well, really quickly, guys, told you last week about the Bantam uh, Jeep Association doing the 2016 Bantam Jeep Heritage Festival. This is probably one of the biggest Jeep events on the planet, June 10th through the 12th. This event does hold a world record, guys. In 2015, they broke the world record, having the largest parade of Jeeps ever recorded. If you want to get in on this awesome event, Cooper's Lake Campground near Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, June 10th through the 12th, please check it out. For more information, go to BantamJeepFestival.com. Uh, also, guys, it used to be called Rock the Nasty. Now it's called <laughs> Jeeping Mid-Rivers Crusade. May 13th through the 15th, Southern Missouri Off-Road Ranch, right there off of State Highway K 
For more information, head to jeepingmidrivers.com. This is going to be a cool one, guys. 50-50 drawing, silent auction, dinner for donations. Prizes will be given for a blind driver contest. Doesn't that sound fun? Barrel racing, hill climb, and a lot of other activities. Should be a lot of fun. Missouri Off-Road Ranch right off of the State Highway K, May 13th through the 15th for the Jeeping Mid-Rivers Crusade. Don't forget Jeep Junkies wherever you guys are wheeling. Make sure you pack, if you pack it in, pack it out. Let's see if our outdoor recreation spots in as good, if not better condition than they were when we arrived. And make sure you guys stay on designated trails and don't wheel where, where you're not supposed to. Please tread lightly. That's it for this week, guys. If you've got an event coming up in your neck of the woods, by all means, please let us know. No matter how big or small it is, let's get the word out. Let us know by giving us a call or sending us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com with all the pertinent information, and we'll be sure to get the word out. And guys, we know you are making purchases for your Jeep all the time. Who isn't? Come on now. <laughs> if you guys are ordering something for your Jeep, make sure you ask the business if they know about the Jeep Talk Show. If you're buying a product or a service from that vendor because of a review or a discussion you heard here on the show, by all means, let them know. And if they haven't heard about us, be sure and tell them about the one and only Jeep Talk Show. Don't forget to go over to uh, jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon before making any of your Amazon purchases because that will take you straight to Amazon and it will tell Amazon that, hey, I want to make sure the Jeep Talk Show gets a little something something for my purchases. And, uh, you know, the cool thing is, is that for the next 24 hours, any purchases that you make on Amazon will get credit for it. Don't risk it, though. Use jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon every time before you go to Amazon. And again, it'll take you straight there. So uh, I, I would put a link on your uh, on your desktop and put on just put on there. Don't click this, and then we'll get a lot of clicks that way. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, and I, it finally came to me. I guess it's the pressure of uh, not being on the not talking on the microphone. It's A N hoses or A N oh, connectors. There you go. That's so it. I'm I'm glad I was able to pull that out of the, my gray uh, brainish regions. And no one. And the, actually, Super Croc had it in. And the no chat one in. Room. And no one in the chat room actually told me. It was oh, all all me. Nice. I'm the one that thought about <laughs> it. It was not somebody else, Tammy. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Hey, we're on the Twitter. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Instagram. We're on the Tumblr. Uh, I, I guess you guys know about all those things. We're of course on YouTube. Um, my God, I, I, I mean, I guess we're not on Pinterest. I, I always tell my wife I'm not Pinterested. Uh, that's I'm where, on Pinterest. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's where all women uh, go hang out. Yeah, uh, I and, don't. And I like don't. women, you know, but I'm not into cooking and uh, all that cleaning and that dusting Fancy, things that you guys do. crafty, yucky stuff. <laughs> you guys have a great Jeep week. We'll see, see you next later. Time, guys. Hey, this is Nikki G. And if uh, you're one of the few people that didn't win the Jeep mud mask, uh, fear not. I have my own supply uh, using using my secret ingredients and patented manufacturing process. I am producing my own mud mask, which uh, you can purchase for your Jeep for the small price of $49.95 per pint, plus shipping and handling. And uh, I was going to ship it via FedEx. But then uh, couldn't decide between FedEx or UPS. So I went with a combination of both. And I'm just calling it FedUps. <laughs> and about Tammy uh, putting peanut butter on her Jeep. How come no one asked creamy or crunchy? And we won't even get into the whole Nutella 
thing, which uh, if you don't know, Nutella is like a fancy peanut butter, which uh, Wendy will tell you, Nutella is uh, every time I open my mouth. All right, guys and girls, I'll catch you later. Have a good one. Bye. What's up, f***ers? It's your favorite hater up in Tyler. That's right, Denver D1 coming at you live and direct. So I know that you guys are all into this ham radio business, and now you're in a Morse code, and it's just getting ridiculous. So just to communicate with y'all, I put something together. Um, so you're not going to be able to drop this into a translator, boy. It's actually going to have to dash did it out. Curious what y'all come back with. So here it is. The Jeep Talk Show fellas later. That's worse than a tin can and a string. So anyway, holler back. What does it mean? Bye.